is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. Welcome back to the main, the main satellite. We are happy to be here. We are eager. We are we are are, are are happy, as happy as we can be, and we're ready to set this one off. My name is Brody. I am from Goldsboro, North Carolina. I am a Goldsborianite, and my brother and I are here today. Who are you, my brother? I'm Tamarcus. I'm from Goldsboro as well. Goldsboroianite. <laughs> and this motherfucker. Hell yeah. How you doing, brother? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing all right. Mm-hmm. How about you? I'm doing as well as can be expected, my brother. Excited to talk about some of the things, about the themes, all of the things we're going to discuss today. Um, what do you feel uh, it might be prudent to come right out of the door with? Come right out the door with today <laughs> on today's episode. I did man shy. What what the, the Paul brothers? Mm-hmm. Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Uh-huh. The two uh YouTube guys who turned into boxers. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's a report that uh Jake Paul made 45 million dollars in 2021. His brother Logan made $18 million in 2021. Some motherfuckers who ain't even real boxes. And uh, just, people are just shoveling money into their pockets. And uh, to me, from, from, from my perspective, it's, it's, it's a lot of us giving them that attention. I think they're cashing in on that shit. And then they, you know, a lot of motherfuckers always uh, in the news stepping up, challenging these two motherfuckers like they're champions or something. Man, just let them fade out, man. I don't understand that either. Um, what's what makes it even worse is that not only are so their marketing their marketing strategy is actually is is basic is very basic, but it's clever in that these assholes know what people want. They know what people want or what people are going to spend their money on and their managers. I don't know if they even have managers come to think on it, man, but they know. And it's sim- the simplicity of it is this, but also the cleverness. If they can challenge boxers who are either retired or have gone to seed. And I mean, boxers who might well have once been really good, but who haven't boxed in a very long time, they're out of shape. Um, or they're not in the shape that they were, they're not in tip top form. Yeah. So or, or, or a motherfuckers who ain't even boxers at all. Or people who are not boxers at all. Like, uh, what was the uh, UFC guy, Ultimate? What was his name, the black guy? I don't know them motherfuckers' names. There was a guy who was a, an Ultimate Fighter, uh, you know, the cage match thing. I forgot what they call it. But um, he fought one of, the, one, of the, one of those guys, one of those brothers. And he lost. He was knocked out. Gotta let him go. TKO. And that's what it looked like. That's what happened to him, right? Um, but the boxes that they do, 
twos haven't boxed in a while. They're retired. Um, and they're not informed. They're not informed that they were. The problem with that, the simplicity is this. Most of those boxers, if not all of them, have been black. So they stand to make, uh, there's a, they stand to experience a pretty good payday. These brothers uh, stand to make a pretty good payday, see a pretty good payday. And because the majority of the boxers and those people who are, who've never boxed have been black or all of them have been black, um, black people are gonna give them their money. We want to see him get his ass kicked. Some of us are rooting for him, rooting for his, rooting for those guys. So we're dumping, as you said, our money into their pockets. It is one more way for specific kinds of white people to profit off of specific sorts of black people, kinds of black people. And that's exactly what's happening. $45 million in a year's time. <laughs> My fighting motherfuckers who ain't even boxers. Who was the first? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to recall. Um, did was Roy Jones? Did Roy Jones? No, not Roy Jones. Yeah, it was he, the other guy. Um, I'm thinking it's uh Nate Robinson, it was the first, mm -hmm. and he was a former NBA player. First, mm -hmm. motherfucker, that got knocked out. Let me look it up before I mm -hmm. put out some misinformation, mm -hmm. which is called <laughs> lies. Let's call it what it is lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. While you're looking at it, yeah, yeah, it was Nate Robinson. That was that was uh like the first one that blew up, the first Jake Paul fight that blew up when he knocked out mm -hmm. Nate Robinson. And Nate Robinson is a uh, former NBA player, mm -hmm. not even a fucking boxer. Um, there were a lot of memes made off of it, a lot of a lot of jokes made about it. Um, he got in there and got knocked out. Um, one more black man being brutalized by a white person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though it was his choice, it still <laughs> doesn't subtract that aspect. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. It is. Um, you know, first off, I've never been the biggest boxing fan. I've never disliked it, but I've never been the biggest boxing fan. But of course, I knew about uh, uh, Mike Tyson and I knew about uh, a few of the other guys, um, but however serious boxing used to be, it is certainly not serious in that way now, not to me in my mind, you know. Mm -hmm. It is now well and truly a spectacle. Now, boxing itself is a spectacle. It always was. Pugilism has always been a spectacle, but there was something about it that was respectable up until a couple of years ago when these celebrity bouts began to become a thing now it is a joke to me it, boxing is an absolute joke somewhere in there social media fame seekers uh immerse themselves in the respectable spectacle of boxing and now they're indistinguishable to me yeah every other month there's another match it's become a clown show. Yeah. And these guys know, they know how to approach it. They got in on the ground floor. Mm -hmm. um, and they're making money. 
and they're making money hand or end of a fist. It doesn't help that they're both assholes, like died in the wool assholes. Mm-hmm. Vain, uh, vindictive. They are big on bragging. They love the fact that they are quote unquote undefeated <laughs> at the hand at the hands of black people. They, they love that man, and they can make uh, a, a shit ton of cash off of it. You know, it makes them feel good, but they won't challenge Mike Tyson. Not seriously. Yeah, I was gonna say one of them uh, was saying that he want to fight Mike Tyson, but that's just that was just for more clicks, more likes. Now, what what exactly? Why exactly? I can't recall. Why exactly did that end up coming to pass? I'm not sure. I I I I don't recall um, hearing about or seeing anything about Mike giving it any kind of response you know this is one of those times and i know what i've just said about it becoming a uh, ridiculous spectacle uh in a way that it has been in the past hasn't been in the past but that's this is one of the times when i wish an actual boxer who hasn't boxed in years would have accepted the challenge and kept up with that acceptance whatever he had to do humiliate this motherfucker, talk shit about this motherfucker until the match happened. Now, I don't know if there's any, um, uh, if they abide by normal rules, the normal rules of boxing, like weight classes and things like that, but they've thrown everything outside of the goddamn window, okay? Throw that out the window and let Mike tight. I wish Mike had been like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got that man down block knocked off. Yes. Sent to the hospital. Yeah. Mike Tyson is in his fucking 50s. And you and I both and many other people have seen his training videos now. And that dude is still a bomb. Mm-hmm. He can move. He is very fast. He still strikes with, uh, he's very deliberate. The intent is still there. And the power. You can see the fucking power. This man is truly something else, even now in his 50s. Mm-hmm. I wish he would have been like, okay, hmm. before you fight anyone else, let's you and I, let's you and me go around or two in a hmm. room. He would have been brutalized. Either one of them would have been brutalized badly. He could have fought both of them at the same time and killed both of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. I fir- and I'm not just joking. I firmly believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He is a, 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 a dynamo, man. He still is. Yep. And as far as him not possessing the endurance he had when he was 20 years younger, 30 years younger, he, he wouldn't need all of that to take mm-hmm. these guys down. Not at all. Go right in for the motherfucking kill like a tiger. <laughs> Straight for the motherfucking jugular. So, yeah, we are dumping just loads of cash into these assholes' bank accounts. And they get to have bragging rights and they are multi-millionaires on top of that. Hmm. And they've also defeated you got a handful of black people. Mm-hmm. You got motherfuckers getting tattoos of these motherfuckers' names on their bodies just just to have a, a shot at fighting them. Which I just saw the other day somebody new got a um Jake Paul tattoo. A black like, person. Um I don't think he was black. I don't think he was um, Caucasian either. Um, 
but it was somebody got his name tattooed on their body. If these guys ever needed aphrodisiacs, that right there is the ultimate aphrodisiac. Some <laughs> grown ass man getting a tattoo slapped on his body because he both admires you. Because if he didn't admire you, he wouldn't want to challenge you. If he didn't want to challenge you or respect you in some way, the tattoo wouldn't fucking be there. Um, that is you knowing you are quote unquote the man. Like, can't nobody tell you shit. Hmm. When they fight, when 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 the when a fight occurs, when there's an actual boxer uh, who knows what he is doing and who is still in shape, doesn't he have to be at the top of his game? Uh, when that challenge occurs and is accepted, I'll watch that fight. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up to see exactly who it was that got that tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, I don't even know how to pronounce this motherfucking name. <laughs> is he Latino? I'm not sure. It's, it's, it's country, country of citizenship is uh, Latvia, and that's in uh, the Republic in Northeastern Europe. Uh huh. Um, Damn, that almost sounds like Latvia. That's Doctor Doom's country. <laughs> he rules in Marvel Comics. <laughs> Yeah, this some European guy named Maris Breedis. What does he look like? White. Does he look like he's in shape? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn, I don't know now. He like he might he might do something now. He's a oh he's a professional boxer. He's a, okay. a three time cruiserweight world champion. Thirty seven years old. Six mm-hmm. one. So he got a Jake Paul tattoo. Everybody's getting in on the fun to fight this guy who's not a professional uh, fighter. Now, it doesn't mean that he doesn't have some moves, but he is not a professional boxer. Although, I don't know, he might call himself that now. He's won a couple rounds. He's won millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You can't tell him. You wouldn't be able to tell him that he ain't. You wouldn't be able no. to tell him shit. After beating a couple of black guys, you wouldn't be able to tell him shit. Black men who've always been at the top. <laughs> At the top and on the top rung of the ladder when it comes to American boxing. He has KO'd a couple of them, and you really can't tell him anything at all. <laughs> but I want to see like the guy that you just mentioned, who I've just seen. I want to see him get in the ring. Somebody, man, who actually does it. Yeah, I I guess he he tied a hand his fucking mouth too. He, he wanna beat his ass like everybody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Um but I wouldn't I wouldn't have went as far as to get a tattoo of his motherfucker's name. Like no. You want to fight him that fucking bad? Nah. Um, yeah. I want to see somebody some a real boxer step in the mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. He, he won't accept that challenge. I'll be surprised if he does. You want to see some real <laughs> some real, real cheese. cheese. <laughs> yeah. Real cheese. Real <laughs> you want to see that? Go yeah, on. Yeah. You know. Speaking of white privilege, what do you th- what's going on in politics, American politics at the moment? Oh yeah. Um it's, it's always about um the GOP um mm-hmm. and these crazy ass right wingers, but um 
And it's also about weak ass Biden and what he's not doing. Um, this past week, um, <clears throat> he made a speech on voting rights ahead of this uh, MLK weekend to try to um, persuade his party, the Democratic Party, to pass the Voting Rights Act, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. It's already passed in the House, but now the Senate has to vote on it, and I'm pretty sure it won't fucking pass. Um, but he gave a speech, and uh, a lot of uh, people who are on the ground working, uh, trying to fight for voting rights, who are fighting, fighting for voting rights, told him to stay in fucking Washington. They didn't want him to come to Atlanta to make that speech. They told, told him he'll be wasting his time coming down there and he would he did waste his fucking time going down there a lot of a lot of time and manpower goes into um uh a president's trip just think about all the money and the manpower that it took to get him there to make that speech which was a waste of fucking time like i said um he should have stayed his ass in washington and just worked on getting that Voting Rights Act passed. Um, a lot of people will say like, uh, he can't do it by himself. President just can't pass something like that, but he can tear into uh, people's asses from his bully pit. He can tear into Joe Manchin's ass or Kristen Sinema's ass or any other corporate Democrats ass when it comes to passing voting rights, but he ain't doing that. He's just, it's just more the same bullshit with him. He's weak, man. Really weak. More pandering yeah. to folks who are never going to see things in the way or ways that he claims to see things. Now, I use the word claim because if, you, if you're an individual who honestly believe, believes in the importance of things of this scale, then the pandering wouldn't be a thing. Maybe at first, maybe at first when there, seemed to be, when there seems to be a chance of being able to reach some individuals who are unreachable in any other way. I mean, you are the president of the United States of America. But given what's been going on in this country for the last five, six years, really since Obama was elected, really before that, since forever, right? It became very obvious that the majority of these people would not be reached because they don't want to be, because it's not in their quote unquote best interest to be reached. Um, so maybe at the beginning to sort of stand on ceremony, if that is what you as the president felt you needed to do, starting off from the jump at first. So you can say, I and mine did that. But it ought to have become very obvious very quickly right from the jump that that wasn't going to work. This is when you start ripping into the asses of uh, corporate Democrats. Actually, corporate Democrats more than the average Republican because those are the folks you need on your side. You need them on your side. You need Republicans on your side, but Republicans aren't, most Republicans aren't doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So you get up the asses 
of those individuals who are supposed to be on your team. Fuck that working across the aisle shit. It doesn't work. It no. never has worked in this country in any, any effective, lasting manner. Use your station, you and yours, use your station to let these, to let your colleagues on your side of the aisle know that certain behaviors, certain views are intolerable. Mm -hmm. You get on the bus or you get the fuck out. Now, I know it's not as simple as all of that, but it ought to be. The thing that I always think about is um, it should be a lot easier is what I'm saying. The thing I always think, well, it should and it should, because once the Republicans get in office, if they retain, regain office, and that is right, it looks like they will, right? Hook up by hook up by fucking crook. They're going to use those same tactics to do whatever they want, except for they don't really need to be empowered to do that because they're doing it now. Yeah. Like the majority of power in government at the moment in the United States is held by the Democrats. And these weak-chinned, weak-willed efforts, non-efforts as far as we're concerned, aren't doing the American people any good. That is, uh, though, and that, that's everybody, the Democrats and the Republicans, because eventually these regressive policies, these aggressively regressive policies are going to impact them as well over time. They don't think it they will, but they always do. You're not an exception to the rule or rules, these rules that are being uh, pushed out into the world. At the moment, it seems that you are because you're white and you're privileged. But over time, that will matter less than your tax bracket. Mm -hmm. Your visibility. Uh, Biden and his ought to have stayed in Washington and put that energy, that time, and that money into tackling this shit. Yep. He as hard he, as possible. As hard as possible. He would have been more effective sending out tweets ripping into mm -hmm. their asses mm -hmm. that would have been more a more effective thing than to taking a trip than uh than taking a trip to um atlanta to make that speech and it was all very pointed and all very uh uh the whole of this situation was all very pointed and it was all very strategic atlanta okay you go to atlanta that's number one atlanta mm -hmm. come on atlanta i mean that's what some people in America call Black Mecca or Black New York or whatever the fuck. So you go to Atlanta, you know the crowd that you're pandering to, right? That you're trying to assuage uh, uh, negative feelings, the, the negative feelings of. And it was just days before Martin Luther King's birthday. And actually in this speech, in this address he gave, speech address, whatever you want to call it, he makes reference to Martin Luther King several times. <sighs> And that, in turn, is a reference to the Voting, the voting Rights Act. Uh, didn't change anybody's mind. Nah. Not a soul. Anybody who wants to see the collapse of this republic continue, uh, you're not going to impact them. And that, that will be Republicans. I'm speaking in terms of Republicans and uh, corporate Democrats, like this mansion asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not heading in a, in, in a great direction, man. We are sinking fast. And the worst part of it is, is uh, it's the equivalent of, of being on a, a successful basketball team or on a basketball team that could be very successful. And you're not, you're giving the ball to the other team, man. Essentially, mm -hmm. you're giving the ball to the other team. Everybody else on the team, most of the players on the team are doing the best they can and they're going for the win. 
You got one or two people on the team, on the entire on the entire team now, who are openly actively giving the ball to members of the other team who are not pulling up short. They're not going to pull up short of anything. Uh, they're not going to pull up short of, any, of anything less than humiliation. Beating you wouldn't be enough. You and yours won't be enough ever. It's never enough in situations like that. It is the abject fucking humiliation. Mm-hmm. That's the prize. That's the goal. That's the aim, right? And that's what Republicans are doing. And unfortunately, there are quite a few Democrats who are on board with that. Mm-hmm. At least they call themselves Democrats. Uh, a better term for them might be Dixocrats. Uh, that old. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. The Dixocrats, man. Um, and uh, they are assisting these monsters. And they're they're assisting these monsters uh, where their goals are concerned. Their ultimate mm-hmm. goals are concerned. They're not going to be uh, negatively impacted for some time. They are also the majority of them wealthy, rich, white, privileged. If worse comes to worse, they can just leave America. Yeah. If they feel their need. There are also quite a few black Dixiecrats <laughs> and, of course, Republicans who are working to attain with these assholes, these monsters, to attain the ultimate goal, which is to set us back 400 years. Honestly, that's their goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden, I, I can't believe that Biden has the uh, the best interest of the American people at heart. He, because he can't. He, he can't. His efforts are too weak. <laughs> They're not consistent. And he's not exercising all of his presidential powers. And every failure to to get something passed is just giving them ammunition in these upcoming elections to 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 whenever they're making their their campaign speeches to say, "What the fuck has he done?" Mm-hmm. He he's a weak president who hasn't done anything for the people. And the proposals that he had, um, automatically they 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 would say that, you know, they will be against whatever proposal mm-hmm. he had. But mm-hmm. the fact that he can't get it across the table, um, they can point back to that and say he ain't done shit. Mm-hmm. And and let me let me let me go back a little bit just in, just in case somebody listening is is uh doesn't know what we mean by ripping into their asses. Um, They can't get anything passed in the Senate where they have the majority because of the filibuster. Um, And the filibuster, I'm not going to try to explain all that shit because I'll end up fucking it up. But basically, um, if you have the, 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 the whoever has the uh, minority uh, count in the Senate could, can can still uh, oppose the majority. And which doesn't make any sense, which doesn't make any sense. Shit won't won't pass, still won't pass. So if you get rid of that. It will turn into. Whatever the majority wants, if you got which is the way uh, it should be. Yeah, that's the way it should be. If you got 100 motherfuckers in a room and 51 people vote uh, yay on something, 
then it should be yay. Not, not, not nay. If, uh, what, 49 people yeah. uh, say nay. So, uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen, Kristen Cinema um, are, and, 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 and some other corporate Democrats are not in favor of getting rid of the filibuster. So when we say tearing into the asses, we're saying tearing to their asses and say like, if you're not on board with getting rid of the filibuster, then why the fuck are you, or why the fuck are you even part of this democratic? Are you party? here? Yeah. Why are you here? You, you're holding shit up. We can't get anything passed because you know that the Republicans are going to oppose everything that we propose. So to get something passed, we got to get rid of this filibuster so we can start doing stuff for the people. But so the irony of that is, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I was, was going to say, let me find it. The irony of that is, that would have that would take specific sorts of votes as well to uh, eradicate the filibuster. And we know that the Republicans are going to filibuster that. <laughs> and, and some some mm. corporate uh, Democrats, some Dixiecrats are going to be on, on board with that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember thinking when, when um, the corpse in chief uh, uh, what's that fucker's name? Uh, that used to be the Senate Majority. Leader. Oh, McConnell, I, the, the turtle, the tortoise. Mitch McConnell, the tortoise. Um, I remember believing in my ignorance. I believe that once he was voted out of a position of power, that things uh, had a better chance of changing, but they don't. So that doesn't make any sense. When he was the head, when he was the Senate Majority Leader. If I'm not mispronouncing or missaying anything, and I don't think I am, uh, he held up as much as he could with Obama. Uh, he would have held up as much as he could have with Joe Biden, and so much as Joe Biden deciding to do anything at all that's effective. And now the Senate majority is Democrat. Mm-hmm. And it's a, the, Democrat, the quote unquote Democratic persuasion. And they're still holding shit up. Things are still being held up. These are not, they're Dixiecrats, man. They're not Democrats. They're not progressives. In fact, very few people in the Senate are uh, progressives. Very few people in government in the United States, period, are progressive individuals. Mm-hmm. At best, they're middle-of-the-road Democrats. Um, which is closer to Republican and Democrat as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but it is, uh, I don't think we're going to move. We're not going to go anywhere. This is one of the reasons I feel that if Bernie Sanders had been president, made president, elected president of the United States, or even Hillary Clinton, perhaps we wouldn't be in this exact same position. Um, But I know that the uh, Republicans are going to veto whatever bill or proposal is offered up by Democrats. It's just the way it's going to be. So we're at a we're at a stalemate, man. We're at a stalemate. And it's a stalemate that's been, it's existed for a very long time and it will go on existing. In the meantime, American democracy as we know it continues to flag, to flail. And the people who are suffering the consequences of that aren't these individuals. It is everyday people, specifically mm-hmm. black and brown people. We've mm-hmm. been saying it for a very long time and we hold to it. Mm-hmm. Black people, Native Americans, Latino Americans, Asian Americans to a degree, you know, we're all the ones who are 
we're the individuals who are impacted by this. If these motherfuckers have it their way, black people and brown people will not be able to vote. I think it's really interesting that this is what these people are saying they want right out in the open. Now, the open, like right, right out in the open, man. Mm-hmm. We don't want you motherfuckers to be able to vote. <laughs> because when you're able to vote, actual change can occur. And has occurred. It's been incremental, but it has occurred. We are to be if they have it their way. And right now, sadly, it's looking like not only well, they are having it their way and they will continue to have it their way and it will, they will, it will continue to occur. Uh, but they're saying right out, flat out, openly, uh, what they want, which is for black and brown people to be unable to vote. And even if we are able to vote, they are, it's, it's a two-pronged attack. It's a multiple-pronged attack because Let's say that this Voting Rights Act is passed. Well, they're spreading so much in a way of lies. They'll say whatever it is that they can say to stop us being able to vote, even if this Voting Rights Act is passed. They'll do whatever it takes. You can't vote by mail, even though that's always been a thing, right? You can't offer people, if you get in, if you move beyond a certain time, after the polls are supposed to close and you're still in line, you can't vote, right? If you're in, if you're in line, these hours, these, these mile-long lines or... Um, uh, hours long waiting periods, these hour long, hours long waits, people can't so much as bring you water. You're out there in the fucking heat or in the cold or you're exhausted. They can't give you any, any sort of refreshment. They can't aid you in any kind of way. That is considered <laughs> illegal. That's going to be considered illegal. And in some places it already is. Too many people in important positions of authority seem to have forgotten about what the joy did Joy and his partners did, who, by the way, still has not been arrested. He still maintains his position. He still maintains his power and authority. <laughs> I remember watching those videos, live videos, um, in which these boxes, these drop boxes were being picked up. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing pictures and videos of um, UPS, organiz- uh, of uh, UPS, uh, installations, places where there were hundreds and hundreds of these boxes. They've been collected. This is an obvious, like I said earlier, man, they are not hiding what they want. And we are not moving in, in an intention. We're not moving in a way that is indicative of real intent to stop this shit occurring. Every aspect of the voting process, these fuckers have attacked and been attacking over the last six fucking years. And they're ramping up their efforts now. Things have not changed. They're getting worse. Look, it just came out in the news. I know, I know you saw this. You, well, you sent me a link to, um, to the article. Um, it just came out. Um, there were seven states who had uh, presented some fraudulent documents mm-hmm. uh, for, for election certification, some shit like that. Um, but seven states um, presented fraudulent documents and nobody's been punished yet. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Not a soul. There are videos of government, actual videos that anyone could find online of these assholes, these monsters recorded themselves <laughs> signing off on these fraudulent fucking, uh, uh, they were signing off on things fraudulently. 
goals, certification, rules, regulations, and things of that matter. Still, that's the sort of thing, man, that requires immediate action. And I don't mean like, for instance, it's, uh, like you see it in the mail uh, in the news all the time now about this great case, this great case that the oh, Department God. of Justice is um, uh, putting together. They've been putting together, and I and I, you know, you and I have discussed this. They've been putting this case together for years, <laughs> for years, right? And you get online and you read. You say you say to yourself, and you say out loud. You share it online. You shop online. You shot a shot online <laughs> that you feel that it is a real tortoise and tortoise and hare situation, except for not in the favor of the tortoise. We are the we are the tortoise. Democratic Party is the tortoise, the turtle, whatever the fuck, right? The hare is the Republican Party that's racing ahead, doing everything they can to uh fuck the democratic process up, to fuck the voting process up. Um the response is always, this is the response that I've seen hundreds of times now. Well, you know, it's a process. It is a long, careful, arduous process, and it takes time. A case has to be built that has no leaks before the case is official and it is presented to those in positions of authority who could do something about it and to the public. The problem, and I understand that. We understand that. We know the old song. We watched... Um, uh, well, we weren't alive to watch these, but we saw them, you know, later on. You know, I'm an amendment to be, yes, an amendment to be, and I'm open not to ratify me. All of that, we get that, right? Mm -hmm. So we know you and I, and very and many other people are aware that it's not as simple as a person snapping their fingers and saying, "This is the way that things are. This is the way that democracy works in so many ways." But I do believe we believe here at the main, the main satellite. That if Democrats wanted to speed the process up, or if the Department of Justice wanted to speed the process up, they can. It's been five, six fucking years, man. The investigation started before Donald Trump was even president. <laughs> and moved on throughout his presidency. And here we are a year into Biden's presidency, very near. And it's still being built. Meanwhile, uh, what are supposed to be the staunchest tenets of American democracy are being shoved aside, collapsing one by one, and it's happening at a very rapid pace. Mm -hmm. So by the time this, this case, quote-unquote case, is adequately built, there won't be any need for it because the Republicans will have regained power, and it won't, it'll mean, it'll be, a, it'll be like a fly's fart in the wind. You won't know that it's there. You, it won't make any difference. Nah. So... I'm sick of reading that. I'm sick of hearing that. Well, it takes time. We know that it takes time, but how fucking long does it take? Mm -hmm. I've typically heard that from individuals who won't be at first, at least, and not for quite some time. I've heard that from people. Uh, I've typically heard that from people and read it uh, from people who aren't going to be immediately impacted. Mm -hmm. So these folks can afford to say that. Well, it's it's patience it's a matter of patience we don't have time for that is what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. there is no more time man it's 2022 mm -hmm. already and these elections are coming up fast mm -hmm. think about it more republicans in power the democrats have already been fucking hobbled as it is like we can't get shit to, we can't get shit passed fucking through so imagine more of them in, in substantial positions of authority it'll mm -hmm. really be impossible to make things happen then
we're just not in a good way, man. We're not in a good way, and we're going to be worse off. Literally every day, it becomes it, it grows worse. It's a more dire situation. I was watching the news the other day, the young the Young Turks, and um, there was Anna said, uh, "We've said something similar to this before." Donald Trump is a fucking prick. He's a yeah. fucking dumbass. Um, a loser. Prick. A loser. Um, but there's something admirable about him being willing to call out m- members of his own fucking party when they're not mm-hmm. on board with, you know, his agenda. His evil their, shit. His evil yeah. shit or their agenda or whatever. He'll call the motherfuckers out. Um, something that Biden has failed to do. Yeah. And he does the total opposite. He caters to these motherfuckers. He chopped mm-hmm. that fucking uh, build back better bill down to pretty much bare bones instead of just calling them out saying like, yeah, you're, you're blocking, yeah. you're blocking our forward momentum. You're not helping this party. You are a detriment to it. Yes. And by extension, um, a detriment to the American people and our way of life. Yeah. Instead, he he inviting him over to the White House or he going out to see him on his fucking yacht and all this other bullshit and they kicking it and laughing and whatever the fuck they doing. Um, recently, Trump had, has called out uh, Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's called him out before. Yeah. Um, but 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 recently he's he's called him out uh, very recently now. And um, what's that other mother? tortoise looking motherfucker another weak ass motherfucker Lindsey graham um <laughs> was on the news the other day basically saying that you know mcconnell if he continues to be a detriment to what the fuck we trying to do then fuck mcconnell that's basically what he said you know what I'm that's saying? right he's disowned he's not one of us yeah. Yeah, he 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 chose a side. It was between McConnell and and Trump, so he went with Trump. And Trump ain't even president, you know. So he still mm-hmm. has reach and power, and mm-hmm. um, he could persuade these motherfuckers to get on board. Something that Joe Biden can't do, or is unwilling unwilling to do to do, uh-huh. which shows that the question that you had before that we already know the answer to is he really for the American people? Nah. He can't be. words, no, because he would approach it in a the ways in which he would approach it. He and his would approach it would be a lot stronger, and they'd be a lot more consistent. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the way that things are going, as far as we are concerned, they're all in together. They're all in together. Yeah, you grew up hearing. We grew up hearing that there is really no uh, truly decipherable difference between Republicans and Democrats outside of them being Republicans and Democrats. That is to say the name. But as far as we are concerned, listen, words are great. The words that this man spoke, that President Biden spoke the other day, they were nice, they were flowery, they were they were great, the words. But we uh, come from a time and place where although words can be effective, words can be beautiful, actions are what matter in the end. What you decide to do, what you choose to do, um, how you choose to hedge your bets um, in observance of the right thing, doing the right thing. You've got to hedge your bets, 
fuck it, you're doing it because it needs to be done. So the actions suggest something quite different than the words. And not just Joe Biden's words, but the vice president word, vice president's words as well, Kamala mm-hmm. Harris, and various other fucking Democrats, quote unquote Democrats. It's the sort of thing that makes people like us believe that they're all in together. And we here at the main motherfucking satellite are not big on conspiracy theories. Mark and I don't have, we loathe conspiracy theorists. <laughs> we do. We do. And it's no, it's no secret, right? Mm-hmm. But this, <laughs> this is no conspiracy. This is playing out in real time. Mm-hmm. If you care, you behave like you care. If you care, you move like you care. Mm-hmm. If you care, you work like you care. Mm-hmm. And you work until things are as they should be. Mm-hmm. Now, as it is, things are, this is very interesting. With a Democratic majority in government and a Democratic president at the head of the United States government, things are actually worse off now than what they were a year ago overall, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense. In terms of laws, uh, ridiculous vetoes, absolutely fucking atrocious filibuster movements and things of that nature, things are worse now than what they were when their situation was reversed. And they're growing worse by leaps and bounds by the day. And we have a weak-willed president. And despite the fact that there are some, there are some true Democrats and the Democratic Party and a handful, a tiny handful of true progressives. Uh, I have to say that the Democratic Party is coming off as extremely weak chinned at the moment. It's very weak at the moment because things aren't happening. The most important thing in the United States at the moment and always has been is the voting, is the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Truly the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Freely, easily, adequately. That's being stamped on every day, and every day there's a bit more. There's a bit more news released um, about the regression in this country. It's never been the greatest country in the world. You and I both know that, despite the indoctrination that has been foisted upon us and ours, and pretty much everybody in this country since time out of fucking mind. But there's something to be said for adhering to an illusion, and. Uh, real progression through that adherence. It's sort of a fake it till you make it sort of thing. You're not supposed to fake it forever, God. You're supposed to fake it until you make it. And that fakement is progression, is work. Mm-hmm. Like Stacy did and various, like AOC's done, like so many other people, like John Lewis did before he died. You know what I'm saying? And so many mm-hmm. other people. Um, so it's a big fakement at the moment Mm -hmm. and we are not heading in we are not in a great place and i feel that this year is going to get worse in terms of uh uh where we'll be by by years in in terms of who hold power and once if the republicans snatch back a great degree of power this year then that's it the presidential election won't matter at all in 2024 (laughs) it won't matter at all man Mm -mm. i mean hell Mm -hmm. it barely it barely mattered the last time Lies and horseshit being spread on a consistent basis every day. Mm-hmm. And people are buying into these things. 
Now, there's a guy, unless there's something else you wanted to say, God. This nah. is the guy who, who uh, this meathead, a true motherfucking meathead. Uh, what's that mother? What's that motherfucker's name? Uh, Ho Rogan, Joe Ho Rogan. Rogan. Tell me what you feel. What's the latest news on Joe Rogan and his his platform? <laughs> his build, just fucking build spewing, re- repugnant platform. He's he just he um. Most recent thing is that he was fact checked by a guest that he had on, um, on some uh, uh, data um, on the side effects of COVID. Um, mm-hmm. That it 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 uh, causing what do they say cardiomyopathy uh-huh. in a in a, a certain um, age group. And Joe Rogan was like, "No, no, that's not true." Pretty much. Um, and the, and and the, and the guest was like, "Yeah, it is true." It was a fucking, uh, a, I think it was a doctor, mm-hmm. somebody who had some uh, medical background that mm-hmm. knew exactly what the fuck he was talking about. And Joe Rogan uh, was saying like, "No, this this not true." And they looked it up, and Joe Rogan read it. He was like, "Oh, well, it makes you wonder where they're getting that information." And and uh, somebody said that you know, and I totally agree he's moving the goalpost by saying yeah. that he he yeah. saw that he was fucking wrong so he tried to say like i mean like where do you think they get that information from like trying to say like uh that information is possibly sketchy or it uh-huh. is sketchy, according to his meathead ass um i don't know why people listen to him i don't know why people give him the time of day he doesn't have any kind of medical or scientific background but people listen to him like he's like he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Millions like of people. He's, like he's some authority on the matter. Yeah. Millions of people listen to him, man. And I, I, I don't understand that. I really don't understand that. He's a fucking meathead. He's a fraud. He's a meathead. He's an asshole. And he's an opportunist. He really is. Um, I have both read and heard information lies because i'm not going to call it misinformation is lies right we need to call that shit what it is um balanced against the words professionalism intellect wisdom and experience of uh dr fauci and too many people are willing to defer to this idiot's perspective and thought his thoughts we are in a i said again we're in a a, a pretty tumultuous place man we are balanced on the edge of a knife he is now considered this is ridiculous this (laughs) this asshole this meathead is now considered at the very least as much of an authority on COVID-19 and various other viruses as Dr. Fauci, hmm. which is which is unbelievable to me to think about that. Mm-hmm. A, a meat-headed game show host with a podcast. He is a, and I'll, to tell you the truth, all it takes is for him to be wealthy, 
for him to be a celebrity, for him to be a white man, and most importantly, all those things combined, right? But heading all those things up at the head of the prowl of this uh, stink fucking ship this cocksucker is captain of, uh, his ability, his desire to tell assholes what they want to hear. Mm. He has all those strengths, quote unquote, strengths in his corner at, at bear, to bear. And on top of that, he is both able and willing to feed assholes, evil motherfuckers, white supremacists, self-loathing black and brown people, Republicans, Dixiecrats, rednecks, assholes of every caliber, exactly what it is they want to hear. And it's working. It's working. So now, to over two, I believe it's either 200 or a little bit in excess of 200 healthcare professionals, doctors, epidemiologists have approached Spotify mm -hmm. and have demanded that Spotify do something about this because this creature is endangering the lives of American people. He's endangering the lives of people, period. American mm -hmm. or otherwise, with these lies, he is constantly spouting. Mm -hmm. spewing into the motherfucking world and as of a few minutes before we started this podcast god spotify had not adequately responded and it, they will respond but it'll be some weak you ever shake you ever you ever shook the hand have you ever shake uh, shook the hand of a motherfucker who had a uh a grip like a fucking jellyfish mm -hmm. like they, they have a very weak pliable handshake there's nothing rigid or uh, strong about it, that will be the response that Spotify will eventually uh, push out into the world. Mm -hmm. They won't reprimand this man. They won't fine him. They won't dismiss him from their platform because he makes them too much money. <laughs> he makes them too much money. And that is disheartening. Mm -hmm. Capitalism so those who are not, and I, we know what it is, but those who aren't aware of it, um, look it up. There's a uh, term or an expression, it's called end-stage capitalism, and that's where we are. When the ballast and the boat of the beast, of capitalism, is, it reaches the point of no return, it is imbalanced, so the, the boat turns over. There is nothing to keep the boat fucking steady. There's the weight in the bottom of the, in the prow and in, 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 the, in the bottom of the ship. The ballast is no longer there. So we are facing end-stage capitalism. And what's going on with Spotify and various other companies who refuse, like Twitter. Twitter's another one. Farcebook's another one. Twitter, Farcebook, Instagram. Yeah, they'll have, uh, over the last year, they've begun to uh, modify posts or ask the posts be modified or removed when there's incorrect information that is uh, touted about coronavirus or various other things that uh, have to do with health in the United States and politics in the United States. But it took them long enough to do that. And these motherfuckers still have platforms. Yeah. The problem is that these assholes uh, induce a lot of traffic. And the more traffic there is, the more money these fucking platforms, these companies make. Hmm. I'm very interested to see what happens with Spotify. But I know that, the, here's the thing, it ought not to have taken 
hundred, a couple of hundred professionals, medical professionals, scientists, <laughs> biologists, epidemiologists. It ought not to have taken that for them to uh, uh, find this motherfucker, this meathead, or to dismiss him from their platform altogether. <laughs> Other platforms, companies, sometimes all it takes is one, one raised hand, one raised fist. You know what I mean, God? Mm-hmm. One powerful entity or person doing the right thing for dominoes to begin to fall, but that can't happen. And uh, when you're dealing with, when it comes to these large companies, um, when you're dealing with late stage capitalism, is the way that it always happens, and it always uh, precludes uh, authoritarianism, mm-hmm. dictatorships, every single goddamn time. Down antiquity, we here at the main site are uh we're students of history so we read if you dear listener don't believe us google is a thing go and look it up look up end stage capitalism look up rotten head politics look those things up these are facts that we're that we're stating here we're not pulling them out of our asses I don't know, uh, you and I have spoken about this man, this this thing, quite a few times. I, I, you know, we always say we don't know how he managed to gain this level of, uh, of, of of power, because like it or not, that's what he that's what he wields, power, right? But the truth is, he's a wealthy white man who is able to tell and is willing to tell assholes what they want to know. Uh, and these things allow them with what they might consider a clear conscience to move in a way that is indicative of their um, of the end stage goal, which is the subjugation of black people, black and brown people. That's what all, I keep saying this. We keep saying it. That's what all this shit is about. Every mm-hmm. bit of it, man. Mm-hmm. That's what every bit of it's about. Fuck. Joe Rogan, fuck Joe Rogan's friends, fuck Joe Rogan's family, fuck the Joe Rogan experience. Fuck we need Joe Rogan's fans. Mm-hmm. Fuck his supporters. Now, <laughs> I never thought I would say this, but this is another person. Uh, personality, radio personality, so to speak. We've discussed podcast personality, radio personality. I got to say, I feel pretty good about what Howard Stern is doing. Mm-hmm. You've sent yeah. me a few links. I just wish that Howard Stern had the popularity, possessed the popularity and reach that he once had, man. Mm-hmm. I know he's speaking out against assholes who are not believers in who are non-believers or who are flat out fucked, fuckwads, assholes, when it comes to say, for instance. Uh, coronavirus, when it comes to these mandates that have been put in place, when it comes to uh, vaccination and boosters, uh, when it comes to public health and safety, he is speaking out in a way that he hasn't spoke out on things like this in a very long time. He is the, I never thought I'd say this, but Howard Stern is the anti-Joe Rogan. But we need more Howard Sterns. We need more main motherfucking satellites. Mm-hmm. If you know what's fucking right, speak up about it. Don't be afraid to call a fucking spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of how it might look, how you might look, or how you might be made to feel. Fuck that. 
What were you gonna say, brother? Oh yeah. no, I was just gonna say we need to tip the balance back into the right direction. We do. There is already enough support. The asshole already has the support they need. These assholes, mm-hmm. they have all the support they could fucking stand, and they're just grinning. <laughs> they're making a lot of leeway towards their ultimate goal, which we've already spoken of. And they're also lining their, they're feathering their motherfucking nests. You hear what I'm telling you? Like these motherfuckers are making millions, billions of fucking dollars. Yeah. Speaking of calling the asshole out. (laughs) In the news here recently, Kunye. And yes, (laughs) we've been told that we ought not to use that word. We shouldn't use that expression. We shouldn't use that name. But fuck that. You call a thing out as as what it is. You're not going to... You speak on things truthfully. You don't reach what's better or even a plateau that is fair for everybody. You know what I'm saying? To a degree by lying or not calling things what they are. What is it that happened recently with Kunye Piss, God? Speaking of calling out assholes. A number of things is happening with Kunye right now. (laughs) First off, he's a... Wait a minute, wait a minute. What's his name? (laughs) Kunye (laughs) Piss. Fuck him. (laughs) And don't be no goddamn things either. Yeah, fuck him. (laughs) Um, first off, he's uh jealous of uh Pete Davids. David, what's his name? Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson's dick. I mean, yeah, Pete Davidson, yeah, yeah, <laughs> jealous because he's plowing Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> um, <laughs> jealous of that, motherfucker. um, so one thing, one thing he's he's in the news for, he's uh, um, allegedly punched a fan that was asking for an autograph twice knocked him to the ground uh, that's one thing he's in the news for this happened in i think it, in, in uh la mm-hmm. um that's one thing the second thing he's in the news for is because is uh um i saw that he he on some new song that he is supposed to be I'm going to use the young people's language, dropping some new song he's supposed to be dropping tomorrow. Um, he's calling out Pete Davidson. Um, what do you say? Something about beating his ass. What do you say? Let me see, man. <laughs> he said something about he survived the, the car accident so he could live to beat Pete Davidson's ass. Somebody who ain't, he ain't even thinking about Kuna. No. Uh, Obviously, Kim ain't thinking about his ass. Um, only reason she probably think about him is because they got kids together, but mm-hmm. fuck Kunye. Um, but one of the biggest things he's in the news for right now is um, he's, he's supposed to be moving to Russia. So he's uh, uh, supposed to be, from what the reports say, setting up a meeting with Vladimir Putin. Right. <laughs> I'm supposed to have a sit down with a, the Russian dictator and I don't know what the fuck they supposed to be talking about but he want to move to Russia following in his uh, father's footsteps mm-hmm. small dick Trump they, they're just alike man two fucking they are. assholes 
And furthermore, here's something that uh, motherfuckers aren't going to want to hear. Donald Trump supporters are shot upon by Kanye supporters, Kanye fans. But in truth, they are one and the same. Anything Kanye Kanye does is excusable. Anything and everything. It wasn't enough. It's not enough that he, oh, and by the way, he has a history of attacking uh, uh, reporters, paparazzi, I guess you might call them, and fans. He has a history of doing that. Not, not, so that's not enough to call him an asshole and to drop support for him. It's not enough for him uh, to support an aspiring autocrat in the United States of America. It's not enough for him to uh, cozy up to another dictator who's already installed, a murderer, a beast, a monster. He's, quote unquote, setting up a meeting with him for what exactly? He's not a fucking head of state. He's a fucking rapper. He's a musician. And I'm not saying that to diminish the importance of uh, uh, the social aspects and benefits of being a rap artist That's, or a musician. That's not what we're doing here. What we're saying is he's not a head of state. What the fuck could he possibly have to talk to this beast about? Look, and I'm pretty sure Vladimir Putin is, is, has thought the same thing. Even if he yeah. does agree to sit down with Kanye, he'll still be thinking that. Just like Trump still thinks that they're they're disgusted by him, man. They're they disgusted are. by him. But he's and they he, don't see him as go ahead. They go don't ahead, see him as anything. They don't see him as anything more than a means to an end. No, nah. as as an as an end word. That's what they see him as, man. He's an embarrassment. But if he can help them boost their visibility and enable further monstrous behaviors of theirs, then they're, they're very willing to get with him, mm-hmm. to sit down with him, to pretend they like him. <laughs> but with, with any luck, <laughs> let's say there might be tea and cookies that'll be served <laughs> at that meeting. <laughs> I hear they've got the best tea. Maybe Kanye will feel compelled to have a sip or two. Make of that what you will, dear listener. My point is, our point here is we, he's an embarrassment. He's a detriment. Quite literally, he's a detriment to us. The freedom of Black people. This is the same clown got on stage at the MTV Video Music Awards however many years ago and said that George Bush didn't care about Black people. George Bush was a terrible president. But I don't get the sense that George Bush was evil. This same man turned around and supported an aspiring autocrat who still is aspiring to this day. He is also one, also someone who is willing to um, place his considerable visibility, wealth, and celebrity behind the efforts of a current autocrat who is a monster and has been for decades. We don't need his sort in our corner. He is not one of us. And I don't think Kanye has ever been one of us. And I'll say, I'll say something else, too. I, this is another thing we keep saying. We've spoken about it before, several times before. If I see one more goddamn <laughs> know what you squat 
or Instagram post or Facebook post or soundbite, if I hear one more soundbite about his mama's death being the cause of his fuck, fuck notary, I might vomit. Mm -hmm. That is no excuse. Kanye went, Kanye was an asshole long before his mama died. Yeah. He remains an asshole. Stop mm -hmm. making excuses for fucking assholes because you are an asshole if you're making excuses for them. Yeah, you can enjoy the person's art. You can enjoy certain aspects of what the person may, uh, who they are as individuals, what they might give to you. But you need to acknowledge that an asshole is an asshole is an asshole. If you don't, you are an asshole. Fuck you. Particularly exactly. if they, if they are contributing to the downfall of your people. Right. Of people, period. But most specific, more specifically, your people. Now, I wish that Cunha had decided, and I'm not, a, we're not people who are big on violence, you and I, brother, God. But like we were saying about those Paul assholes earlier, I wouldn't mind watching Kanye attack someone he knows he can't beat mm -hmm. or punk and at a security camp punk. I want to see him get, I, I want to see him get fucking laid out. Mm -hmm. I can't stand that guy, man. Everything about him is, is, is shy. It, it's, everything about him is, is, is horrible. He's a yeah. shitty fucking person, man. And we have yeah. listeners who support him. The people will support him no matter what. Donald Trump said if he shot a person on Fifth Avenue or wherever the fuck, he'd get away with it. Kunye could do the same thing, get away with it. And mm -hmm. the majority of the people that I see making excuses for him are black. Mm -hmm. He'll get away with it in the in the eyes of uh, his fans. Somebody told him his shit didn't stink, man. Mm -hmm. He started buying into that genius shit. He is not a genius as far as I'm concerned. I've never heard anything he's done that was anywhere close to fucking genius. Nah, but that made me want to cry or made my dick stand on end. Nothing. Uh, who started that shit? Who started that shit uh, calling him a fucking genius? You know, Mark, probably him. Well, probably him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. And because he uh, is wealthy and he's got a big fucking mouth, and he's an asshole, it took hold. <laughs> like fucking kudzu. And you know how fucking difficult kudzu is to eradicate. Mm -hmm. Once it takes root, that's it. And I believe that's the way that I feel about Kanye. <laughs> and that big piss baby, Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And that fucking meathead, Joe Rogan. <laughs> A game show host. What the fuck is it in this country here <laughs> lately, man, where game show hosts <laughs> reality television stars quote unquote stars can have this sort of fucking pool politically in this country what the fuck is that mm. not sure now celebrities gaining and maintaining positions of government authority is nothing new Ronald Reagan was one but Ronald Reagan eventually gained experience he was a governor he used his fame parlay that into uh, 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 to a, uh, a, a, a political race and then he served as governor in fucking California I believe it was for a while and then he became mm -hmm. president now Ronald Reagan was an evil horrible disgusting motherfucker and the way he died he deserved to goddamn die mm -hmm. 
shitting into his fucking dieties. Yes, I believe that. Fuck him. The Gipper, man. The Gipper, one mo. <laughs> Remember that guy 20 yeah, years ago? Yeah. I used to do that. One mo. For the Gipper. Tone, our brother and friend, used to say one mo. For the bitcher. <laughs> Wait, look, he was like, this is Ronald Reagan was suffering to die. He give a fuck. Tony give a fuck because he knew what he was. <laughs> so it's not a new thing, celebrity, people parlaying their celebrity into political uh, careers. But goddamn, Donald Trump had no political experience whatsoever and somehow became the president of the United States of America and is still called Mr. Trump. Uh, still a track, called a track record of being a fucking loser his whole yeah. fucking life. His whole life, everything he touches turns to shit. But somehow he still became president. And installed into into the presidency or not, which is what he was, there is no or not, right? A stolen mm-hmm. fucking presidency due to the electoral college, due to uh, 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 election tampering and things of that nature, and racism and money, capitalism, and all of those things. He is still... He was able to maintain the presidency for four years. Donald Trump ought not to have even been a one-term president, not fully. Mm-hmm. Never mind having never become president to begin with. Now you have, uh, God, man, they're coming out of the fucking woodwork. You know, I saw, a, uh, and I've got nothing against this next guy. I saw Clay Aiken is now running for a position. Damn. Senator, governor, what? I don't know. But I saw an ad. He did an ad. Now, I don't believe that Clay Aiken is a, is a bad guy. I've never believed he's a bad guy. And you have to start somewhere. Everybody starts somewhere. The ad that he is running suggested he would be, he, he wants to be decent at doing what he wants to do. Decent human being. But they're coming out of the woodwork, man. People with no political experience whatsoever running for these big fucking positions. Uh, at one point in time, what's that motherfucker's name that was in um, the Dog Tower? Who was Flag? I, he's been in many movies. Matthew McConaughey was mm-hmm. was speaking about running for some governmental position. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Again, it's nothing new. What was the wrestler's name? Uh, you know, uh, not Bobby the Brain Heenan, the guy who was out in California. Um, Fuck, what's his name? Uh, I can't, I cannot recall his name, and I'm too goddamn stubborn to look it up. But <laughs> he became, he was a wrestler, and he ended up becoming a, a governor. I do. Jesse the body. Jesse. <laughs> if he was a governor, senator, whatever the fuck, governor, I believe it was. Jesse um, the body, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and look, we're not saying that. Everybody needs a starting point. Everybody need, needs a launch pad. You can't, you're not born into it. Most of us are born into it, right? So you have to start some fucking way. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's another one. It's mm-hmm. not new, but these are people who have not been historically evil and horrible all the way around, excepting maybe people like, excepting people like Ronald Reagan, the Gipper, the bitcher, <laughs> as Tone says. But now everybody and anybody. The floodgates are open now because of Donald Trump. And you don't have to have any awareness of what it is uh, of the Constitution, of the Bill of Rights. You don't even have to know the fucking preamble. 
to run for positions of government authority now and power seats now. Look at Marjorie Taylor Greene. That thing with a face that could cut a hammer in half, frozen. Mm. Or that Bobert bitch. Bober, mm. Bober, whatever the fuck. Or that, or wheels. Mm. Wheels. <laughs> yeah. Holly. <laughs> so somebody needs to sit him on Capitol Hill, all right. <laughs> About a thousand feet before a busy intersection. Make of that what you will. Dear listener. What is it about? Is the question I have for you, God. What is it about assholes that makes them just so they're inevitably appealing to people? What what is that? What is that? I guess is people who are assholes supporting assholes. That's where their support is coming from, because you know, they they do things that people wish that they could do or things that they actually do. So if you are a supporter of any of these assholes we just mentioned, that means that you're a fucking asshole. And, and, and in my opinion, that's a fact, God. Mm -hmm. And ain't no need to get mad at us or people like us hearing what it is we have to say. Your job, what your job ought to be, if you're aspiring to be, if you aspire to be any sort of decent human being, is to question why you are that way. Why you are consistently backing assholes up and defending assholes. You'll defend them even if you have to put down your friends, your family members, your significant others, your fuck buddies, whatever. These assholes who are doing nothing at all for you. The question is, why are you the way you are? So I don't need to get mad at us or people like us who pointed it out. Why are you a Kanye Pest fan or a, a pissy Trump fan or a Paul fan or any of these assholes we've spoken about today? You better be or asking no, Or Novak Joker bitch fan. Oh, God. What's the latest on that asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Novak Djokovic uh, he's had his uh, visa um, uh, declined or restricted again in, in Australia so he, he's trying to trying to get in there in Australia so he can participate in the uh, what is it the Australian Open I don't, I don't follow tennis I don't follow tennis like that but I know about this motherfucker um, so he's had it restricted again. And I don't know the fucking details, but I know that he's an anti-vaxxer and I know that he has, um, admittedly had COVID That's right. and were around people with no mask taking, you know, at a photo shoot and around mm -hmm. the press and around fans and shit while he was COVID, while he was COVID positive. Mm-hmm. And he's an asshole. He's been an asshole for for a long time before COVID was even a thing. He, he's he's always been an asshole, but now you got people who are supporting him, calling him Spartacus. Oh God! Have you seen that? 
people no. calling it. Yeah. No. His, uh, I think his dad said he's like Spartacus, and a lot of people have, have taken that torch and continue to carry it, calling him Spartacus in, in, in the midst of, of this shit that's going on in the news right now. He's a because he's he's an anti-vaxxer and they feel that he's a man's man. Yeah, man's man. The only thing that Spartacus like with him is that when you look at him, he puts you in the mind of an asshole. (laughs) Charlton Heston had that fucking butt chin. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Fucking butt chin made you think about an ass when you looked at his face. That's the only thing he's got in common with Spartacus or whoever the fuck (laughs) it was that plays Spartacus. The guy think about it with Charlton Heston. If it wasn't, then that's wrong, and that's a lie, but I don't mean for it to be a lie. See, that's the difference between what we do and what so many of these other assholes are doing, but that's 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 the only way that he puts me in my of the spark, because no, I wasn't aware of that. But, you know, they had these uh, Australian, you know, Australia is <laughs> this a long-running joke, the land of fucking terribly, damn near needlessly venomous animals. Mm-hmm. And there is a venomous arachnid called the Australian Wandering Spider and it literally does that. It wanders around. You might find it in a shoe or in a closet or, you know, wherever in a cabinet or cupboard. Maybe he'll get so, so maybe when he gets down there, because I feel that he will be, assholes tend to kind of come out on top way too often. Far too often they tend to come out on top. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll find a wandering spider in his tennis side, his tennis racket holder. Maybe. Maybe a man can hope. A man can dream. We don't, and that might sound really fucked up to people, but these people are a detriment to human civilization. Yeah. They're detriment to human beings to continued life and advancement. I wouldn't have a problem with him coming face to face in the dark of night <laughs> with a wandering spider. Uh, or a brown snake. Or any other, any of the other, any of the other myriad of just incredibly poisonous, venomous creatures in Australia. So, fuck him, fuck his supporters. If he were a black person doing the same things, a brown person of any sort, this would not have been a thing. Spartacus. No, I hadn't heard of that shit. <laughs> Spartacus. These people have a, a a habit of stapling these paragons of strength <laughs> onto these fucking weak fucks. Yeah, they, they do. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Real strength doesn't require substitution. Mm-hmm. If Mark is strong, then it's Mark that's strong it's him. He's the individual who's strong. If Brody is strong or powerful, just using us as an example, since it's you and I up here, brother, then nobody needs to say that Mark is the next Barack Obama. No, Mark is the first Mark. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs to say that Brody is the next uh, 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 Octavia Butler or the next uh, uh Denzel got pissed off about this, but he was also (laughs) (laughs) next uh, Sidney Poitier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It pissed him off at first, but then he was kind of honored. Well, if you want to do that, then do it. But I'm the first Denzel is who I am. So if you are a person who is immersed in strength, you don't need to have, it is not required to have 
another person's visage or persona or fame or fortune superimposed over you. You are that strength, you as the individual. These pictures and paintings that have been done of, 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 of pissy Trump, where it's his face on the body of some highly decorated fucking general, on the body of some burly ass goddamn lumberjack. That's ridiculous. This Sparta bitch, or what's his name again? Nokovich. This Nokovich. This Nokovich. He would need to be, and it was his daddy who compared him to Spartacus? Yeah. <laughs> What the f- is that? Is an asshole too? Then yeah, your kid is an asshole. Own up to the fact that your kid is an asshole. Your job as a parent is to improve that kid, and that doesn't occur by way of lies mm-hmm. or empowerment. They always have that, and it's a running theme, man. The, the asshole that's that that uh Kim Jong cocksucker. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker, him and his daddy, and his daddy's daddy, right? And down the line, they are compared to God and the Buddha, and Jesus. But but real strength doesn't necessitate any sort of comparison to anyone else. Nah. That means you can't hold, you can't do it on your own. You are not this strength, you are not this paragon on your own. And that's the way it's been down history. He is not Spartacus. Spartacus is a fictional character. Even if he weren't, he wouldn't be Spartacus. There's something about these assholes, man. And like Kunye, all they need to do is suggest that they're powerful. All they need to do is move in that false fucking ego, mm-hmm. right? They do it for long enough. They're rich enough. They're the right color. They're famous enough. And people will take up the motherfucking flag and hold it up for them. And that's exactly what happens with all of these individuals. Mm-hmm. That's what's happened. That's what's happened with these Paul brothers, these assholes. That's what's happened with Cunha. I, it just never stops, does it? Nah. What's that asshole down in fucking Florida? Well, he's one of the assholes in Florida. DeSantis. DeSantis. DeSantis? Mm-hmm. He's also a wannabe strong man. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, did you see that? Um. <laughs> There was a conference a couple of days ago, man, or, or, or q and I guess. And he was speaking about his thoughts on specific laws that need to be passed down in Florida. And, you know, he disappeared for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I do believe that was him. He disappeared for two weeks. And during the press conference, man, this motherfucker could barely breathe. He was all red in the motherfucking face. He was, uh, he had visible trouble conducting himself, breathing, talking, all of that. Mm-hmm. He will never admit he had COVID. That motherfucker had COVID, man. I, I, I don't know it for a certain, but I believe that. He looked mm-hmm. evil. He looked unwell. Looked like he was ready to cry. Mm-hmm. That's also a hallmark of the aspiring authoritarian, authoritarian man, dictator. They can never admit to weakness. Same thing that Donald Trump did when he had fucking COVID. Remember when he was up on the, up on the steps and he was yeah. even <laughs> breathing with his whole motherfucking chest, red in the yep. motherfucking face, but they mm-hmm. can never admit to weakness. Because that destroys this false image they have of themselves and that they've somehow been able to uh, push out into the world and have other people take up Mm -hmm. and believe in. A weak motherfucker always tells on him or herself. Yeah. 
but the problem with weak motherfuckers is that they're very good at um, commandeering the support of weaker motherfuckers. <laughs> because as you said, as you said earlier, they see it in themselves. They see it in that person who they actually are, what they hope, what they wish and hope they could be, or hope to be. It is sad. It is dangerous. And actually, uh, to me, it's pretty scary where we're going as a national society and as a global society. You have Republicans who are not for tackling the problem of climate change. You have to live on this fucking planet. You and your kids. What the fuck? And you're more concerned with money and power. But where are you going? Contrary to what motherfuckers like uh, Bezos would have individuals believe, and so many of these other fucking billionaires, we're not leaving Earth anytime soon. That means you and yours have to live here. <laughs> I, I think that's amazing. In a horrible way. Um, look, there's one other thing I wanted to say real quick. Uh, you mentioned LA. The first song that popped into my mind was to live and die in <laughs> LA. The place to be. Bah, 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 bah. I don't know the rest of the words. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, that's what I, I've been thinking that for like the last hour. <laughs> it's been in my fucking head, man. Um, it's been um we, some of these topics we got to come back to because they we're going to come back to them obviously because they are recurring they they continue to occur day to day out but uh until then where can our people catch us catch us on the other side <laughs> all right Next time on the main satellite. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. All right, good night, bro. Take it easy, bro. All right. All right.